Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hey, everybody. I hope you can hear me. I'm coming to you live and direct from London. Um, Can everybody hear me, I wonder? I hope you can. So welcome to today's uh, astrology show. Today is June the 1st, 2020, and I'm going to be talking to you about the astrology of the month ahead. I'm going to really hope that I can take your calls as well, but I have to say I'm not entirely confident that I'm going to be able to because the uh, little bit of software that I'm meant to be um I'm meant to be uh, connecting to Unity Radio with is playing up and keeps kicking me off. So it's going to be quite hard for me to see your questions if that continues. So what I'm thinking is if you are listening and you have Facebook, then I would love it if you would hop over to my page on Facebook, which is Yasmin Boland. Uh, so it's facebook.com forward slash Yasmin Boland. Just find me there. And uh, and then hopefully you're going to be able to um, – I'm going to create a post and uh, we'll be able to communicate with each other via um, Facebook, which would be amazing. So um, just give me one second. There's just one thing I can test here at my end. No, I was just hoping that maybe it was my connection that was weak, but I don't think it is. Um All right, so let us begin by talking about the astrology for the week ahead. What is coming up? Sorry, not just the week ahead, the month ahead. And I want to talk about the astrology for the month ahead for one very good reason, not just because it's June the 1st, but also because June is going to be a mega, mega month. There is so much going on astrologically. It's quite out of this world. Um, And, of course, here we are, you know, at a really incredible time in uh, human history where um, there is so much chaos on the planet. We're all slowly coming out of uh, the coronavirus lockdown. Well, in some parts of the states where probably most of you people listening are, um, you know, there's a lot of chaos happening in the world and on the planet. We've been really, really uh, cooped up. Frustrations have been boiling up. And uh, and as we saw in America, there have been riots across America and suddenly the whole lockdown has clearly been completely smashed, broken. Um, so, you know, what is going on in the stars that talks about this? Well, let me start by saying that um, 
if you're a, a regular reader of mine, then uh, you will know that uh, the astrology of 2020 was always going to be pretty darn challenging. We have we have some really, really standout astrology this year. And it uh, kicked off um, at the start of the year uh, and uh, with a lot of – there's basically been a lot of action to do with Jupiter and Pluto and Saturn and Pluto. It's just been super-duper intense. Now, uh, let's think. So it started off um, – I think it was around about uh, January the 12th that we had uh, the first of some very, very big events in the skies, which are kind of being replayed now as we move into June. Uh, we had namely um, an, an astrology alignment that only happens about once every 13 years and involves Jupiter, the planet of lots of, and Pluto, the planet of transformation, the planet that changes everything from the inside out, it's the planet of revolution. And I think you would agree that in some ways what's been happening on this planet has actually been very much the kind of thing that one could say is revolutionising and transforming the human race, okay? So Jupiter-Pluto is a theme of 2020 that's going to play out again and again as we move through the year, okay? And it's going to – now we're getting it again this month and we're going to get it again in um, at the end of the year as well. So it's really a time for to be thinking – what is it in my life that I need to transform? What is it in my life that I need to shed? Okay, Pluto is very much about shedding. It's actually, um, it's about literally getting rid of the toxicity in our life and on our planet. And I have to say, you know, I did not foresee how extremely exact <laughs> in some ways uh, the astrology of 2020 would be. Um, you know, I don't think anybody, any astrologers would have dared to predict the level of uh, astrological accuracy that we've seen with um, the coronavirus playing out as the Jupiter-Pluto at the start of the year, then Saturn, the planet of restrictions, moving into Aquarius, the sign of humanity for the first time in 29 years. I mean, if anything says the whole of human race in lockdown, honestly, any astrologers out there are going to back me up. If anything says humanity in lockdown, it's Saturn in Aquarius, and that is happening this year for the first time in about 30 years. So, you know, it's all pretty intense. It's all a lot. And guess what? The astrology of June is also a lot. So what I've been saying to people is it's really, really important as we go into June to think carefully about our lives, okay? Venus is retrograding. Venus, the planet of values, is retrograding. So we're all getting a chance to really think about what we value, okay? So what in your life do you really value? What has the, the five or so months of lockdown that we've had or the five or so months of the pandemic we've had, What's it taught you? What has being stuck at home for, I don't know, for me it's been about 11 weeks so far. What has it taught you? 
What have you reevaluated? What relationships have you realized you value more than you thought you did? Which relationships have you thought, well, actually, maybe that relationship isn't quite as important to me as I thought it was? You know, it's all been one big cosmic lesson. And now here we come into June with we are going to have, would you believe, not one, but two eclipses, okay? So two eclipses. And eclipses are when the universe changes gears, right? And we are actually just four days away from the full moon eclipse now. So that's going to be massive. It's really a turning point for us. And now, is it going to be a turning point for the better or is it going to be a turning point that's going to cause causes even more drama. I would say in some ways that actually depends on how we choose to live our lives, okay? If we choose to uh, live positively, um, if we choose to be sensible, if we choose to be smart, uh, if we choose not to overreact to things, then life is going to be a lot easier. But even as I say that, I'm reminded of the events we've just seen in the United States with, you know, the murder on the, someone's been charged with murdering, a policeman, no less, has been charged with murdering a man on the streets of the United States of America. Now, that's a pretty extreme uh, event in anyone's language, okay? So, you know, at what point do we say anything, any reaction to that is an overreaction? I, I think it's hard to overreact to that in some ways because, you know, it's a pretty extreme event for people to have to deal with in their lives. So now what we need to be really aware of as we go into uh, June is that the energies are not going to settle down just yet. All full moons are really, really intense. But guess what? An eclipsed full moon is even more intense. And that's what we're about to have in a couple of days' time, it's actually going to be an eclipse in the sign of Sagittarius. Now, this presents a couple of possibilities. The first is that, unfortunately, it may well be that this move that we've had out of lockdown and back into normal life could possibly be shut down if we're not careful, okay? And especially thinking about the states, you know, Obviously, uh, there's been lots of riots in the past sort of 48 hours. And um, I'm not sure how many of those people were wearing masks and gloves and using their hand sanitizer. You know, it could be a dangerous spike that we're going to get. Um, and I think we all have to stay really, really mindful if we don't want to get stuck in lockdown all over again. Um, Sagittarius is the sign of fun, okay? Now, if all this goes in our favour and if we all behave in a sort of smart manner, it could be that we end up being allowed to get out there and have more fun, okay? That's kind of like the ideal scenario. However, there is also a case to say that if we are all out there, you know, not socially distancing, here in the UK, you know, we had a really sunny weekend and we had half the country out having a picnic with the other half of the country. Everybody's been outside. I went outside and I had a picnic with friends. I mean, we socially distanced and we wore masks to and from the house and my friends wore masks on the tube to get here. But, you know, it's all been very much a case of, um, 
you know, let us out of here. We've had enough of this. And people are turning the corner. So it's really kind of like what's going to happen now? It's going to be big this month. Um, and I really don't want to scare anyone. But what I do want is to remind people that so much of what happens next is up to us and we need to be really responsible. Now, at the start of the, of the pandemic, uh, probably in around about March, maybe April, I was writing my stars uh, that I write for one of the UK magazines here called Soul and Spirit. And um, I was writing my stars and I was looking at, uh, I was looking at June and I was thinking, you know what, June actually looks quite good for uh, getting out of lockdown. It looks quite good for the end of all this because we've got the full moon eclipse and eclipses are always turning points, you know. Then we've got the uh, new moon eclipse and uh, the new moon eclipse is going to be very useful because new moons are always about restarts and, uh, you know, new moon eclipses are about restarts plus, plus, plus. So I thought, okay, maybe June is going to be it. Also, we're going to have uh, another Mercury retrograde cycle this month. And a Mercury retrograde cycle is brilliant because um, often what starts in one Mercury retrograde cycle, which we had one at the start of the year, can finish in a second Mercury retrograde cycle, which basically means that, you know, maybe this coronavirus actually was kicking off uh, under Mercury retrograde. And I was thinking, well, you know, with a bit of luck, we're going to find that... Uh, it's going to end under the next Mercury retrograde cycle. Um, so that's what I was hoping. Now I'm wondering if I was a little bit too optimistic. Um, in fact, you know, it could well be that we're going to get a second wave if we're not careful. And I, I was saying this morning, I do a daily broadcast on my Facebook page, and I was saying this morning, I really wish the heads of state around the world would all get themselves an astrologer because, you know, if, if they had astrologers advising them, they would be told now, definitely, no uncertain terms, this is not the time to tell everybody to get out of their house. We need to wait at least until the end of June. Reason being that the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction I mentioned, which happened at the start of the year, which only happens about once every 12 years, it happens it's happening three times this year, but it won't happen again for 12 years and it hasn't happened for about 12 or 13 years. Um, it's only happening three times this year because the planets are retrograding, as they often do. So, um, you know, because it kind of kicked off this whole thing and now we're getting another one, I am honestly concerned that if we're not careful, we are going to have this second wave that everybody has been threatening for a very long time, okay? All right, look, I've managed to get onto the stack, which means that at least for a moment I can see who's waiting. And uh, I can see Anne is on the line. Uh, and I would love to do your chart. Are you there? Are you there, Miss Anne? Yes, Yasmin, hi. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? I am good. I'm trying to brace myself for this month. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a Gemini. <laughs> I mean, Right. Okay. Let me do your chart. Actually, where were you born? I, I'm not sure if I had that information. It's. Uh, I was born in. Uh, oh, I didn't say where. Tarrytown. That's T is in Tom. A R R Y T O W N. 
Okay, that'll. Uh, what state and is that's that? New York, New York. Tarrytown. I've never heard of it. Is it one word or yeah. two words? It's uh, one word, Tarrytown. It's where uh, Washington Irving's home was. That you heard the the headless horseman, Sleepy Oh Hollow. yes, I I have. I yeah. Actually, don't know what the headless horseman was. Would you like to educate a foreigner? Well, because um, the the headless horseman uh, was a uh, it's like a, a legend, the legend of Sleepy Hollow, where the headless horseman um, came. Uh, he was riding on a horse without a head. And he wanted right. to uh, fight someone, Ichabod Crane, who wasn't uh, was in love with uh, Katrina Van Tassel. So this is a right. lot of history. Um, okay, I've just I've actually just found it on the internet, Wikipedia, the legend of Sleepy Hollow. I can look it up. Yeah. But yes, okay, interesting. I've heard of the legend of Sleepy Hollow as well. Okay, so it's Tarrytown where you were born. Do you still live there, Anna? Yes, it's called Sleepy Hollow now, but it's it was Tarrytown when I was born. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. All right. So, yes, I'm looking at your chart. Now, it's Anna, isn't it? I'm sorry? Is your name Anna? Yeah, no, Anne. Anne. A-N-N. Oh, Anne. Anne. I thought it was. Yeah, okay. I thought it wasn't what I'd written down. Somewhere I wrote down Anna. Okay, so let's see. Your chart is um, you are indeed a Gemini. You have Cancer or Moonchild rising. And uh, you have your moon in the sign of Aries. So you're a homebody, that's for sure. You like change, though. And uh, you you have a need. I think, actually, you've kind of got an interesting chart because you probably come across as quite stable and someone who's quite a bit of a homemaker and all that. But actually, secretly, you're someone who likes to change your life as often as possible. Um, you might be one of the – is that true? Are you someone who likes to keep things – fluid or you you like everything stable and solid? I like change I know some people like to go to the same place on vacation that would be very boring for me I don't like to do the same thing over and over or go to the same places I do like some change right yes yeah now you've got a chart that's sort of like you might come across as uh you know someone who's quite stable but actually you're someone who quite likes to mix things up keep things keep things changing let's put it like that um Otherwise, you might get bored, exactly. So looking at your chart, before I hear whatever question you have, looking at your chart, um, actually right now is kind of the time of the year which always suits you. It's a time for you to kind of take a back seat, not go out too much, not, um, not uh, you know, well, I mean, the fact is we're all still in lockdown, you know, those of us who haven't <laughs> been uh, been just gone out because we wanted to, or, you know, we're supposed to still be in lockdown. So, in fact, yeah. that should suit you right now, Anne, because um, your chart at this time of the year, it's always about staying home and meditating and contemplating and thinking about what you've been through in the past 12 months and what you want to do for the next 12 months. So um, if you're, if, are you in lockdown or are you a key worker who has to go to work? No, no, I'm retired, but I cook for a living. So I, I do cook for other people and they come pick up the food. So. That's oh, okay. That's so years. perfect for your astrology. I don't know what you did when you were when you, before you retired, but being Cancerian rising and being a cook literally just goes hand in hand. It's absolutely perfect expression 
of your chart. It's sort of the Cancerian rising person is the person who kind of always comes to your house bearing food and who wants to feed you and all that. So that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So what, what is your question today, Anne? Have you got a question or is it just a general hello? Well, I'm wondering for Gemini if there's something, um, something in one of my houses that I need to be alert of. Okay. Okay. Why do you ask that? Is there something year. going on or? I, I think a lot about the past. The past keeps coming. And then I want to, uh, and then I know that I need to work on things. Um, you know, I'm admitting that I need to work on things and I write, I do morning pages. You know, Julia Cameron. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Julia Cameron. So I'm writing and I start thinking about things from the past. A lot of stuff is coming up. So that. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's have a look at that. Uh, I mean, what's happening for you right now is you've been through, um, You've been through stuff in the past couple of years which will have um, sort of shaken things up for you, and that's fine. I'm not seeing in your chart necessarily uh, anything negative at all. Uh, what I am seeing is um, shake-ups in your relationships, um, shake-ups in terms of uh, it's like um, someone's digging up the garden for you and there are yes. issues which are being weeded out so if you're doing that that's a good thing but it shouldn't be too traumatic um financially now's a really good time you know you said you're retired it's a really good time to do whatever you can to get yourself a nice steady income uh you know you said you're cooking for people that's great yeah. oh i'm shuffling the cards for you and uh one literally just jumped out let me pick it up off the floor hang on a minute Sorry, I know this microphone is really sensitive and I don't have carpet in this room, so it does get a bit noisy when I move, but I've managed to pick it up off the floor. <laughs> so, um, all right, so you've got an interesting card, actually. What? Look, I've I got to, it's kind of a funny thing to say, but I like what you're telling me, Anne, you're not giving much away, but that's actually funny because it's exactly what I would expect of you because you have your son in your 12th house and people have their son in their 12th house don't like to give too much away. They don't wear their heart on the sleeve. So I'm sure there's something in your head that you're wondering about that you haven't quite expressed here. And I'm going to tell you the card that came out. You've got the Mutable Moon card, which has the message, nothing is yet set in stone. It says Mutable is all about change, okay, shape-shifting yeah. even. Something is still developing, okay. Um, yes. Yeah. This card indicates that something is changing and there is room for manoeuvre. Take it as a sign that whatever you're worried about or thinking about is far from finalised, okay? If you're not yeah. happy with the current state of play, that's marvellous. It means you can still change the course of the outcome. Um, however, there's also a sense that whatever's bothering you right now could be rather an unstable situation, okay? Um, now, for some, this is great news because you can still influence it. Um, however, it can also bring about uncertainty. Um, either way, nothing is yet uh, set in stone. You're on your way to your goal, but you are not yet there. And uh, okay. staying adaptable is the key to success for you right now. So does any of that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. Well, Miss... That. 
son in the 12th house who hasn't really given anything away whatsoever. Um, thank you no, very much I for will, calling I in. Will tell you this. <laughs> I, I will tell you this, that um, I was married many, many, many years ago and, and I lost my husband and there was a very oh. tragic circumstances. So I, I oh, dated her. I did not, I've not married for many, many, many years. And I have this feeling that because um, I was born in the 12th house, I am a very kind of different person. And I think I'm going to get married later in life. So I'm not going to do what other people do. I kind of do things differently. Yes. I'm, well, I'll tell you what, crowd. now's a good time for you to get married if you meet someone. Now is a really good time for you to get married, now and over the next few months. So I'd say get online and get meeting a few people. Okay. Have okay. you met anyone yet that's in late. your head or you no, have to go I out haven't. and meet them? I haven't, I haven't done that yet, no. But I kind of think that's what's going to happen. I think I'm going to do things differently than other people. I'm going to marry later in yes. life. Um, and it's because I wasn't ready. Um, I had to do too many other things. So that's one thing yeah. that I'll share with you. Yeah, okay. Well, you have uh, Jupiter in your seventh house of relationships uh, for quite a few months yet, and uh, at least to the end of the year. And that is honestly the best time to meet someone. So I would say get out there and start meeting people. Okay, thank you very much. All right, Anne, thanks for calling in. Thank you. And I like your morning shows. I listen as often as I can. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. So, thank you. Th thanks, Anne. So uh, the morning shows that Anne is so kindly talking about are on my Facebook page, Yasmin Boland, and I do every weekday, Monday to Friday, I get up at about, let's see, in the States, it's actually about mm, 5 11 a.m or something ridiculous but some people do get up and listen and is clearly one of them if you're an early bird and you want to catch the worm i'm on there every day just talking about the astrology for the week ahead for the day and of course you can listen to it later once you do wake up if you live in a place where uh where it's it's hard to um to wake up so let's i'll take another call in a minute um, i'm actually still having trouble to connect to the stack um but what i wanted to say as well is that is this you know june is an eclipse month and even though that can cause a bit of fear it's also really important to think about how to use it well okay how to use it well because in fact Having a, an eclipse really is a time when um, you can make changes in your life. You can make big changes in your life. So think about what it is in your life that you want to change and sort of put that on your agenda for this month coming. You know, literally, as we get close to the date, I will... Um, ask you to write it down we can do some work together on that i do i do it as well on facebook but overall think about what you want to change because that's going to start to make move mountains for you Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. 
the voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Hi, guys. Welcome back. So I hope you had a nice little break. I know I did. So what I want to do now is I want to take a card for everybody who is listening right now. Everybody who's listening right now to the live, what do we need to know? And this is the card. Ah, I love this card. I wish I could see you. Um, Normally I do a Facebook Live, but today I had to connect on uh, Skype to uh, actually get the show on the air. So I couldn't um, go onto Facebook as well. But the card we have, is the full moon in Sagittarius card, which is kind of funny because um, actually the full moon that's coming, the eclipse I've been talking about this week, it's actually going to be in the sign of Sagittarius. But interestingly enough, and kind of a little message as well, especially if I freaked anyone out, the um, the full moon in Sagittarius, the, the, the meaning for the full moon in Sagittarius in my moonology cards is, guess what? Look at the bigger picture. So now is a really good time for all of us to be looking at the bigger picture of where we are in the world. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're listening to this and you're pretty well and, you know, your life is okay, then, you know, you have to count yourself as one of the really lucky ones uh, because obviously the past few months have caused a lot of tragedy for a lot of people. So, you know, I think one of the messages to us this full moon week, this full moon eclipse, is uh, to look at the bigger picture Um, and also not to fret. You know, this card is a reminder that while it's good to think things through, sometimes you need to step back and look at the bigger picture, all right? Um, Be confident without being overconfident that everything's going to be fine. So I think in a way that is a message to us to say, look, everything's going to be fine. We all need to keep the faith that everything's going to be fine, but not to become overconfident and start racing around, you know, hugging and kissing our friends and doing all the things that we know we're not supposed to do while we try to defeat this virus. And uh, just I'd like to say as well, before I take another call, um, if you uh, would like a free full moon kit to help you get through Uh, the chaos of what is going on right now, I would like to offer you that um, free of charge. All you have to do to download it is go to uh, www.moonmessages.com, moonmessages.com forward slash FMK, which stands for Full Moon Kit, www.moonmessages.com forward slash FMK full moon kit and if you download the full moon kit what you'll get is my full moon meditation which will help you this week especially if you have any anxiety coming up around all the craziness in the world right now and also because it will help because at the moment with the full moon building of course people are going to be more emotional and one thing I really encourage people not to do is not to spiritually bypass that means pretending everything's okay when it's not that means you know in other words if you are feeling fear then it's really important to um, work through that fear you know not to let that fear distract you and not to let that fear um, overwhelm you but also 
you know, it's not about paying attention to your fear. It's about working through your fear. What am I scared of? How likely is what I'm scared of going to happen? So, for example, just say you have a fear of uh, the coronavirus, uh, which I know a lot of people do. I've certainly had my own fears about the coronavirus from time to time. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, according to all the statistics we have, 82% of people will experience only mild symptoms, okay? So that's the kind of a thing to keep in mind now as we go through this month. It doesn't mean we, we stop worrying and we just think, oh, well, I'm going to be fine. We still need to think about people who are vulnerable. We still need to think about people who need shielding, as we call it here in the UK. That's people who are vulnerable and need extra care. But overall, I think the message is look at the bigger picture. If you're listening to this, it means you're probably still pretty okay. Be very glad that you're still okay. And uh, and and let's not get, you know, get bogged down in, in any fear. All right, so let's go back to the lines. I'm going to get Rhonda. Uh, Rhonda's on line two. Are you there, Rhonda? Hi, Yasmin. Hi, how are you? I am good. How are you? I am pretty good. I'm kind of in technological hell right now, but apart from that, I'm pretty good. <laughs> the uh, the mach machines are not working in my favour today, um, but I am putting your chart in. Where were you born, Rhonda? We don't have that information on the on the stack. Where were you born? Grand Forks, North Dakota. Okay. Is that ND for North Dakota? Yep. Grand Forks. And is it, is it a big fork in the road at Grand Forks? What have you got there? There's not really a fork in anything. <laughs> There's no forks in the road? Well, in life there are, but not in that town. No? No forks in the river? Oh, yes. There are forks in the Red River, correct. Yes. Ah, there we go. Thank goodness for that. Thank goodness for that. Um, sounds like a nice place to live. Is it a nice place to live? Uh, well, I grew up there. I do not live there anymore, but it was okay. It was cold, very, very cold. Cold and small. Is it a small town place or is it a big city? What have you got in Grand Forks or what did you have? It's very small, I would say. Hmm. Right. Sounds fascinating. I'll Google it later. Okay. And where do you live now, Rhonda, just out of sheer curiosity? Well, it's funny. I live in a smaller town, so I live in another oh. town in North Dakota, but it's small. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. So I've done your chart. Now, do you think you're a Taurus or do you think you're a Gemini? I know I was born on the cusp, so I relate to both, but I fall into Gemini. Yes, you do. By a, by a few hours. Had you been born, yeah. you know, a few hours earlier, you'd be a Taurus. But you actually have two planets in Taurus, including Mercury, which is your mind planet. So uh, there's a very good chance that you think you know, you feel like sometimes you think you're a Taurian because you actually think like a Taurian, which is to say s slow and steady and uh, stably, which is nice. Um, and you also work like a Taurian. You've got Saturn, the planet of work in, in the sign of Taurus. So, you know, you're, you're a reliable, steady worker. That said, you then have your Gemini side. You've got two planets in Taurus, but you've got three in Gemini and a point. So four, in fact. So you're, 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 you are a Gemini and uh, you've got Venus in Gemini. So you love like a Gemini and you've got Mars in Gemini. So you um, argue and fight like a Gemini. 
Actually, I've got Mars in Gemini as well. And I remember one of my first uh, astrology teachers saying to me, because, you know, it dictates how you fight. And she said, so when you want to, when you fight, Yasmin, you just talk people to death. And it's so true. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, <laughs> do you relate to that? Do you talk people to death as well? Definitely, yes. Yeah, yeah. And plus you've got Gemini rising as well. So you are actually quite the Gemini, even though you do have a bit of Taurus, quite a bit of Taurus energy. And then your um, your moon is in the sign of Sagittarius and the moon shows what you need. So what you need is you need to have F-U-N, fun. So I hope you're having fun in your little, your little tiny town where you live. Yeah. So t tell us, Rhonda, what, what do you want to know? What, what can we ask, What question can I answer for you today? Got my cards as well. I was wondering well. how, how will the um, upcoming full moon, since it's in Sagittarius and my moon is in Sagittarius, mm. will, it be, will it affect me more or no? It will affect you more for sure. Uh, let me just quickly um, pull that full moon up. Um, oh, I just have to reset Oops, just to reset my computer. I've been working on my um, Moonology diary for 2022, so my computer keeps flipping across to 2022. I can't believe it's June. I'm looking, we're looking at the, the eclipse for June the 5th. I mean, where's the year gone? We've just been at home making bread. It's so crazy, yes. isn't it? <laughs> it's so crazy. Okay, let me see. Here we go. Ah, right. Well. Do you want to move house? I would like be, to, yes. You've got really good stars for moving house. Uh, dare I ask, how's your love life? Well, <laughs> is it going to get better? <laughs> well, you've called me up. I have to ask the hard questions, Rhonda. I know. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of stagnant right now, but is it going to get better? <laughs> Oh. So are you with someone and it's a bit stagnant or are you single and it's a bit stagnant? I'm with someone it's a big bit stagnant. Right. Well, you need to be very careful of what you wish for in terms of uh, it not being stagnant anymore um, because actually it could be all change for you when it comes to relationships. So if you really, if you really value your partner, now is the time to work through whatever needs working through and not to let the past hold you guys back. And also, you know, if it is stagnant, think, okay, it's pretty freaking stagnant, freaking stagnant right now. I didn't swear. Okay, I didn't swear. I said freaking. It's pretty freaking stagnant now. You know, if I just leave it like this, we're just going to, you know, wither like flowers that haven't been watered so what can i do to spice things up a bit what do you think about that are you willing to do a bit of uh, spicing up or are you just think nah just going to grow old and bore each other to death now oh no i'm willing we've been together a long time he's worth it oh that's beautiful that's beautiful how long have you been together um 29 years wow okay Right. Well, that's very interesting because what that means as well is that when we when we get together with someone, we effectively there's a chart for that. You know, there's a chart for everything. There's a chart for the moment that you were born, which is a map of the heavens for the moment that you emerged from your mother into the world. That's the chart that I'm looking at now. But there's also a chart for everything. There's a chart for 
you know, the day you started school, which would talk about how your schooling life would go. There's a day, you know, if you get a if you do a get a new job when you start the new job, and that's going to be interesting. So similarly, when you and your beloved met, um, there's a chart for that. And what we know is that uh, if you've been together 29 years, then your relationship is about to go through its Saturn return, okay, which is kind of a time where you get to look at it and go, okay, you know, what's working, what's not working, we've been tested in every area, we know how strong we are, what plans do we have for the next, you know, 15 to 30 years of our relationship. I'm just looking at your you so you guys must have met what in your early 20s or something like that late teens even. correct yeah how old were you i well i when i met him i was 19 and we were married by the time i was 21 so oh my god that's giving me goosebumps this is a really beautiful story yeah okay well, well then you. you know what i would say Rhonda, spice things up in the love department um just because, you know, the full moon in Sagittarius, in near your, your moon and in your love zone, it's just a really good time to kind of keep things lively, let's say. Um, and also uh, there could be something to do with your mum happening, coming up for you now, uh, a change for her, a change of home. Um, but definitely this eclipse is a really good time to you, for you to get really clear on what you're really grateful for and what you need to release, what you need to forgive. And, uh, yeah, it's a big time for you. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. You don't teach any astrology courses, do you? I have your astrology book, but do you ever teach astrology? Ah, well, you know, you've, you have my book called Astrology Made Easy. Correct, yep. Yeah, so there is a, a actually an online course with exactly the same name, uh, which is called uh, the Astrology Made Easy online course. And plus I do teach a fair bit of um, astrology in my membership area. I'm always hopping on and talking about the latest astrological phenomena, which is the sun, moon and stars. And I'll give you and everybody listening um, I do think this is the last day. We are literally, we've, we've looked at the stars for the day. Today is the day we are sending out everybody who's a member an email to log on to our new site, which we've revamped so it's more beautiful. So we won't, this is literally probably the last time I can offer this, but this is a 50% discount uh, on signing up for one year. Um, it comes to about... It comes to about, uh, I don't know, 15 American dollars a month, something like that, maybe 19 American dollars a month. So let me give you the um, address. It's moonmessages.com forward slash Aries offer, Aries being the first sign of the zodiac. And that's when we actually put this offer up because we thought we were going to launch uh, two months ago and here. We are not even launched yet. Um, so it's moonmessages.com forward slash Aries offer. And if you go to that in the next 24 hours, you will get, um, or maybe even 12 hours, you will get um, a 50% off when you sign up for 12 months, which, uh, and you'll learn tons of astrology doing that. And I'd love you, I'd love you to join us. Um, and if you do awesome. it, just drop me a line and let me know you've done it so I can give you a proper welcome. All right. Thank you so much, Yasmin.
Thank you so much, Rhonda. Um, lovely to speak to you and have a beautiful day wherever you are in that tiny town. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I still can't seem to get on the stack, but I think I might be able to uh, take another couple of calls because um, Jeff very cleverly gave me some people's details when we were having our little break. So, um, yeah, it's like it's really good to have a chance to talk to everyone about all this stuff. And I hope that what you're taking from this is that June is a month to live really consciously, okay, to be really, really aware of what you want and what you're going to need to do in order to achieve it, okay? And um, it's really important to understand that, you know, basically life happens for us or life happens to us. And, of course, there are always going to be things that we can't control. Excuse me. And, of course, there's always going to be things like the karma we've created and the dharma, the life purpose we have that we came here to fulfil. But overall... Um, I think it's pretty much a widely accepted fact now that if we make an effort to uh, at least co-create with the divine uh, and to think about what we want, you know, getting clear on what we want is a really big part of the picture. But another really big part of the picture is also about letting go of all our rubbish, our stuff every month. And I do that every month at the time of the full moon. So this month it's the full moon in Sagittarius, uh, as I've mentioned a few times now, <laughs> um, on June the 5th. I think pretty much all over the world except for I think it falls onto June the 6th on the west coast of the States. But I would like to invite you to join me um, for a free full moon ceremony that I'll be doing on Facebook on the day of the full moon eclipse and we'll be doing some full moon forgiveness work. I'll be out in my backyard here in London, England with my fire pit. I'll be chanting, we'll be meditating and we will do some really big full moon release work, which is going to be kind of more important than ever. And if you'd like to join me, uh, basically the best way is to find me on Facebook, um, Yasmin Boland is my name and uh, then just click through to my events page if you go to my profile on the left hand side there's all the options go to the events page and you can just sign up for a reminder there so you don't forget and then you'll get the replay if you miss the live um, I'd love to, I'd love to see you there and tell me you know, say hello when you come on so I know you're from unity Okay, let's take another call because we still have a tiny bit of time. Um, let's go to Sandra. Uh, are you there, Sandra? I am. Hello. Thank you so much, Yasmin. How are you? Ah, I'm great. Thank you. How are you, Sandra? I am well. I am returning to my, my work tomorrow. Oh, what do you do? In, I'm, in the, I'm in the hospitality industry at a hotel in a casino. Oh, wow. And where is that? It is in Connecticut. Okay, Connecticut. It right. is a native Have you seen um, that show, um, Ozark? I'm sorry? Have you seen that TV show, Ozark? Yes. Actually, I have. When I, <laughs> when I think of casinos, I think of that show. There are some similarities. <laughs> Are there? Yeah. You're not on a boat on the river, though, are you? I suppose you're just a, a regular casino on the ground. We are on the ground along the 
the Thames River, and they don't call it the Thames here. They call it the Thames River. Oh, but it's the same spelling. Yes. Interesting. Yes. And, of course, and, and you say Norwich, do you? Yes, exactly. And that's also from England, right? <laughs> yeah, but in England we say Norwich. Norwich? Um, that's funny because I, when I say Norwich, people laugh at me around here. And I'm, I right. was born in Norwich. <laughs> yeah, well, you tell them. That's how you say it. I've got it on good authority from – I've actually got an Australian accent because I grew up in Australia, but I was born British, and uh, although I am also Australian, and I live, I live in London at the moment, so, you know, it's Norwich, trust yeah. me. Yeah. I love anyway. it. <laughs> so, Sandra, let me tell you quickly about your chart. We've got about six minutes left. So you are a Gemini, as you probably know. Uh, with Leo rising, so I'd expect you to be rather fabulous to look at, and uh, a Sagittarius <laughs> moon. In fact, you've got a moon very much in the same place as the previous caller, Rhonda. Um, so you're also going to be affected by this um, coming eclipse this week. So which, let's see... Um, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, it's definitely going to affect you. So what's going on for you right now? Which emotions I, I do you need to release? Because there's some emotional release coming your way. Uh, and I, also, I do you want to move house? And also, how's your love life? Pretty much the same questions I had for Rhonda, actually, but for different reasons. Yeah, I, I'm kind of thinking about selling selling our home. Did you say Gemini? Uh Yes, you're, I think you're a Gemini. I, I, I actually didn't write this down. I got told your birth date uh, over the phone because the, the stack isn't working. Are you June 17? No, it's February. It's 0217. Ah, 02. Sorry. So yeah. what is your birth date? February 17th, 1962. So I am a, an Aquarian on the cusp of Pisces. Ah, okay. Thank you for pointing that out. And what? And, and 9 a.m. in Norwich, yeah? Yes, that is correct. Okay. All right. Don't know what happened there. All right. Let's have a look. All right. So disregard everything I told you. Okay. <laughs> everything I told you. But it isn't. it still isn't actually a bad time to sell your house if you want to. Um, okay. So you are, in fact, Aquarius. Yes. For sure. Uh, with Aries rising and uh, a Leo moon. Okay, so that's quite a different animal to the one we just had. In fact, you are a super Aquarian. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, six points in Aquarius. So you must be pretty quirky. Uh, yes. Now, I know before I told you you were Leo rising, so you probably were quite fabulous to look at. Uh, in fact, your Aries rising, you can still be fabulous to look at. But guess what? You actually have a Leo moon, so you need fabulousness. Um, are you glamorous or are you a glamorous type, Sandra, or, or not? I am not glamorous. I am actually more earthy, but I like to express my feminine side. You know, I like to do my hair and makeup. But, yeah, I, I still like to wear flats and Birkenstocks. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, because had you been when – I, when I did the chart incorrectly, I was thinking, oh, well, she must be pretty fabulous. And 
and I was thinking of, you know, all those glamorous women who work in the casinos. But now what I'm seeing is actually, you know, something completely different. But I'm sure you enjoy a bit of glamour around you. Uh, we've only got about three minutes left. So tell me what you would like to know now that I have your actual chart in front of me. Well, I'm not going back to work with a sense of fear of in dread. Um, I actually feel empowered that when they offered me to come back that I chose to because it's my right to be able to work and contribute as opposed yeah. to collect, you know. Um, I feel like I am definitely the minority because I'm not basing all of this fear, um, coronavirus fear. I'm not. I respect everyone's views, but I can't entertain that. So I don't know why I am. I feel so much like a free spirit right now. I feel very strong. I feel determined, but I, I am also vocal. I'm just such a uh, expressive type of person with about my opi- my opinions. I need to tone down, perhaps. I don't know, but there's you know they have uh, concerns that the casinos are not going to do so well because the hotels are, won't have the conventions or the arenas for the shows, and therefore, is my job going to be secure? Okay. All right. So, looking at your chart, what I see here is that you are quite close to uh well for one thing at the moment you're quite close to having Saturn reversing back into your um into your 10th house so how has the last two years of your working life been been fine well it sounds it chances are you're going to be fine what do you actually do at the casino i'm Actually, customer service. I'm on the telephones. I work with the the hosts that send uh, guests uh, gifts. Um, right. Making making arrangements uh, for the okay. butler guests. You know the high end people. Right. Okay. So we actually have to go in like a very short amount of time. We've got less than a minute left. But let me just say, if the last two years have been fine, then what's coming should be fine. I've just drawn you a card, and there is a card of change. So it may be your your actual job's going to change um, and you're going to have your satin return your second satin return quite soon as well so basically now is a really good time for you to go and get a one-on-one reading with an astrologer but i wouldn't worry don't be scared go in there use all your experience you've got tons and tons of experience to draw on you may be called in to do some training at the, at the hotel as well thanks for listening this is unity online radio the voice of an awakening world Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org.